welcome back, everyone. You are listening to episode 32 of Double Hot Beat, bi-weekly podcast taking the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, home brewer and beer enthusiast. And I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. And welcome to what feels like day 500 of quarantine and the start of James's third quarantine beard. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, get, I get a good beard going and then I just, all right, let me start over. Yeah. In hopes that, you know, this quarant- that the disease and this illness will be controlled and get under underway so that we can actually uh, see our friends and family again, not and, through a computer yeah. screen. And not look like a mountain man. Yeah. I think you should just try to see how many times you can grow a beard before quarantine ends. And before, then name before, a beard yeah. out of how many beards. Yes. James's beards. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, this episode, we're gonna, it's going to be a little shorter, so you don't have your commute, daily commutes, I'd hope, for most of you and those that do. Um, we're going to make this a little short and sweet for you guys, and we're going to be talking about homebrewing on the rise once again. Yeah. Um, so a while back, we had talked about how homebrew shops were closing, um, more people were choosing to drink beer at their local craft breweries instead of doing them at their houses, because the selection just got so large that people were like, eh. I'm kind of too lazy to make it myself. I'm just going to go buy it. Um, but recently, because of COVID-19, there um, has been a rise in home brewing again. So, Yeah, I mean, if you can't leave your house, what else do you want to do? You got some, you know, buckets hanging around. You get interested. Mm-hmm. You're always wanted to have time to homebrew, and you just never got around to it. Now's the time to do it. Why? Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. You run out of all your shows like I have. Uh, <laughs> literally asking anybody and everybody if they have any show recommendations. And it's always the same exact five shows. And it's like, yep, seen that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, seen that one. So what do you do next? You tinker around with your brewing equipment and yeah. you get into brewing. Yeah. So I was reading an article and Northern Brewer, who um, we've talked about before on a couple of other episodes, who they can um, they do online ordering for homebrew supplies, and they have reported that their business has increased forty to fifty percent since the start of um, this COVID nineteen pandemic. That's crazy. That's like yeah, insane. So I mean, they're doing really well. Obviously, some of the homebrew shops who are local have a harder time converting to virtual because they didn't have that set up before. But a couple of them have done that um, and done some home delivery from your homebrew shop. So that was really cool to read about. Um, but homebrewing has. What'd you say? Home brewing strikes back. <laughs> Home brewing strikes back. Exactly. We're in we're in May, so uh, May fourth has come and gone. And I know uh, I saw some really cool uh, pictures out there from homebrewers brewing with their favorite Star Wars uh, in co- either in costume or theming their beers after the Star Wars uh, oh. May the Fourth be with you. So I, I thought it was really Revenge cool. of the Fifth. Revenge. Yeah. Exactly. And then what's well, May this or. The six strikes back or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, we, as you can tell, we, we love uh, Star Wars as yeah. well. So we we got, we had our poured beer. So that was that was really good. James, I was wondering, do you think that the trend in home brewing escalating is going to continue after the breweries are back open and I mean, doing normal? I think it's tough to say. I think it depends on how quick people will be going back into their offices and back to work and starting their commutes again where you're going to start losing that extra time that you would have had to brew. I also think it also depends on, you know, what the requirements for the craft breweries are going to be because if it's either restricted, uh, you know, amount of people that can be in the brewery or still just operating under 
carry out or a cans mm-hmm. to go only, I think that's going to have a drastic impact not only on their business, but also with home brewers as well. It's going to be really interesting to see how this changes the industry once it's all said and done. If it's once, you know, once there's a vaccine, are we just going to go back to what we used to know as normal or is there going to be just a new normal for the rest of time, basically. So it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out, if social distancing will be in effect. Um, like you said, the carry out, take out, home delivery is um, and just be really, I think, a good case study for some people. I think it's also given people that kind of wouldn't be brewing right now an excuse to brew. Um, I've seen a lot of articles out there of people who can't get the beer that they're used to drinking. So like you said, now they're just, all right, let me give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Like definitely give it a shot. If you're debating it and you have the means to definitely give it a whirl. Cause then you can watch it as you're sitting at home, you know, for, mm-hmm. while it ferments. And I think it's a good time to really experiment too. If you are still home brewing, you can take the extra time to maybe cultivate that yeast. Like we were talking about last week with Jack, um, or try some new recipes that are a little funky and different because you have the time to, really manage those and plan it out. So, Yeah, I think it's really a good time as well to experiment with smash. Uh, we talked about smash recipes uh, last last couple weeks, and I think that's re- really where you can focus on one hop and kind of get your, your grain bill un- under wraps where you can just focus on what does this specific hop do in terms of the flavor or the bitterness or the aroma. So then when you go back and you have all the ingredients available, Again, you can just go right in and experiment. Like full you hog. Yeah, full bore. Is that the... <laughs> full bore. Full... Why is everything after, a, like, okay, whole hog, full bore? Like, why are there pigs involved in this? <laughs> These sayings. Someone must have loved pigs when they came up with the saying. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an interesting thing to see what happens. But the other piece of news that I found, James, is I thought very, uh, definitely a new experience for a lot of people is that the Homebrew Con, which is hosted by the American Brewers Association, um, is going virtual. So there's going to be a virtual con from June 18th to the 20th. And it was supposed to be live in Nashville, and now it is going to be online. So how is that going to work? Like people are just trying the beers virtually, and then you're just at home drinking yourself? So what I read um, from the American Homebrewers Association is the you have to pay. So there's still registration. So it's $99 for existing AHA, AHA members and then 132 for new members. And that also includes your one-year subscription fee in that. And they're going to be doing live seminars. So once you register, you get access to the live seminars, demonstrations. There's going to be a virtual expo, which I think is going to be um, kind of – I don't know if it'd be a weird thing. I don't know how they're going to do that. If it's going to be the different vendors kind of taking turns to showcase their products. Like it's kind of an expo is really works really well because you can walk at your own pace and explore different vendors and to go to different booths and take your own time. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do um, with a virtual expo. And then they're also going to do some meetups and happy hours. Um, So if you register, you'll also get access to the seminars afterwards if you can't make it because it is two days. And, you know, sitting online, I've done it for some school stuff. Sitting online for two days is, <laughs> is a lot of time sitting in front of your computer. So you will be able to access the seminars after the fact if you missed any of them. Yeah, I mean, it, this might be really great for people who might not have been able to attend in person just mm-hmm, because exactly. with traveling and everything else. So that's kind of nice. That's going to open it up for 
those wider viewers, but I also think it's going to be great because typically in expos, there's massive lines around yeah. those boots that you're really interested. I know like SS Brutex had boots and other companies have had boots in the past where it's just the high kind of high volume boots mm-hmm. where you want to see what new experimental stuff they have in the works. Um, and for home brewers, you know, what kind of home brewing equipment is like going to come out that could be a game changer for mm-hmm. your cleaning. I know like the keg washers were a big, big deal. Come a couple of the fermenters. So this really allows you to get up close and personal. You might not be able to like kind of put your hands yeah, on it, it, and really experience it, but it, at but... least you'll get kind of that close up view that you wouldn't get necessarily if you are waiting in line to go see it. Yeah. And I think I'll give people a good idea of how these are usually run. Um, in terms of like the content and just the experience and the value that you get out of it. Because I know next year they are planning right now to have their in-person in San Diego. So if you can't make it um, like usually in person, you can see it now and kind of get a feel for it and then maybe decide to invest and go in person next year. I will also be um, curious to see how many <laughs> technical difficulties they are. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm like sure it's going to be, be a, a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what platform they use, but I have a feeling there'll be a lot of, um, please mute yourself or I'm sorry. I was on mute. You're going to hear some person's dog in the background, just barking the whole time over, unless they just mute everybody except whoever's speaking. Definitely be curious to see how they, how that pans out. So I thought that was a very cool story and it's, um, the home marine community is trying to adapt to the new normal and bring things virtual. So, I mean, it's like the homebrew con at home, right? Like Like literally, literally. Literally, like the homebrew con. I mean, come on, at your folks, home, come on. Live and in person. <laughs> and you know what's great about it, too? You don't have to spend money on a hotel. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about, you know, driving to the event. You can just drink at home and just plop yourself in bed. Yeah. Like, I mean, come for $99, on. that's a pretty good deal. Although you probably don't get a lot of free swag, which I feel uh, like yeah, is swag. something you're going to miss out on. Stuff we all get. Well, hopefully they would come up with something for that. Yeah, you might maybe a package in the mail or something. I would hope so. I don't know. I usually go places for the swag, so. Shan's all about the swag. I am. Free stuff. (laughs) Runs in my family. It it runs in the family. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, um, So I am a sucker for animals, and I found a story that was really cute because we all know how much I love dogs. Um, I found that Six Harbor Brewing Company in Long Island is using their dogs to deliver beer. Their names are Buddy and Barley, and they are golden retrievers, and they are so cute. <laughs> and so, how does how does that work? Like the dogs, just they just give the dog the address, and it's like, yeah, exactly. Lassie, go go give them the beer. Golden retrievers are so smart; they can find their way around using Google Maps. Uh, no, so you can order home delivery from the brewery, and the dogs will come in a car with their owners, uh, and they tie four empty beer cans around their necks because you I mean. You don't want a dog carrying a thing of beer and getting it all shaken up. That's not great. So they tie them around their necks, and then the dogs run to your door. (laughs) It's so cute. And then the people give you the beer, so. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, so so you you order beer online from them, and then you just see dogs with empty beers, and you're just like, all right, is this what? No, but it's like, so you get some beer, you get dog therapy, you know, it's just, it's like a a total package. (laughs) I mean, I would love I mean, some gold. I don't think the four empty some. beer cans are necessary. They could have just had no, the dogs. No, it's adorable. 
James. You should see the pictures. All right. I'll They're so cute. <laughs> and they get so excited. They're like ears are all floppy and they run towards the people. And it's like. And I'm sure it gives them exercise, right? Yeah. Exercise. They get to socialize and meet new people. You know, it's benefit all, all around. Dogs make you happy. They're so. the new bucket boys that used to have to give the buckets of beer from the pubs to. Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about like, the bucket boys. I was like, bucket boys. I forgot about that. That was boys, so long yeah. ago. The pail. You bring the pails to the pub and yeah. fill it up. and Yeah, you give like three-year-old children some beer in a yep. bucket. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days where you used to send kids to go get your beer. I mean, hey, if, we, if this continues any longer, that might come back. The pa- the pale club. Just, yeah. Just send your children to pick up your beer in a bucket. Nobody will care anymore. It's all out the window. It's all it's all out the window. <laughs> Dog problems. Uh, for real, though. But one of the other great things right now with not only home brewing, but just being at home is the share. I think a lot more people are sharing what beers they're enjoying like right mm-hmm. now because it's tough to get out there. And a lot of people are either ordering it online or picking up curbside or... Some people are just having good friends that do venture out and they just drop sanitize and drop it mm-hmm. off on your doorstep. So I think it's great that we can share some craft beers, not only your home brews, which a lot of people are doing as well, but craft beers and you're supporting those breweries. So some of my quarantine picks right now, uh, I picked all Massachusetts canned uh, beers that I've been enjoying well in quarantine. My first one is Mighty Squirrels. They're they're out in Waltham, Massachusetts, and they're Cloud Candy. It's probably one of my favorite New England-style IPAs. Mm-hmm. Just it's very unique, 6.5%. Again, cit- Citra, Mosaic, and Amarillo hops. It's like the trifecta, my yeah. favorite use of hops. And it's just great in a New England style as well. It's just vibrant, juicy, and it's really easy to drink. So that's one of them. Lamplighter Brewing out of Cambridge, Mass. You Won't IPA. And this is actually... <laughs> the, you that won't. Name, that, when you said it, you were like... You oh, won't. You, you're like, oh, I like this. You won't. And I was like, I, I won't like it or like... And uh, it's like the... Dude. <laughs> it's like the tattoos. What? what? What's your say? But Lamplighter Brewing, I've had, I've had Rabbit Rabbit, which is really good. Another IPA from them. But... This is the first time I had You Won't, and it's 6.9% mosaic in, in uh, Simcoe. So I think it's a great use of those hops. It's very, I want to say dank. It's it's Stop. a nice, Shannon, it's one of those words like moist that hey, Shannon just, doing this to people? You're just, just doesn't like those words. radio. <laughs> why? Because those people that just don't like those words are going to be screaming at the radio. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Get people going. Rile them up. I don't think that's what we want to do our listeners. I apologize. I have no part in this. Go on. Anyways. Yeah, Bay State Brewing out of Worcester. Their Blood Orange Lager, which if you follow us on Instagram, I posted about that. Uh, it's just such a unique lager, and it's just so flavorful, refreshing, especially when the weather's starting to get nicer here in Massachusetts, although it kind of flurried. and It snowed last s- night. snowed last night, so we're... We're in May and it's snowing again. I don't like it. No. It's it's kind of odd. But that's 4.5%, so crushable, crushable for sure. Crushable. The oranges are crushable. Battery Steel Brewing, uh, Flume, double IPA, one of my favorites, 8%. 
Frost Beer Works, Double Pony Boy is something. <laughs> Double Pony Boy, uh, something that you're really going to like. It's an Imperial IPA, 8%. So I've been enjoying. Doozies. Yeah, I've been enjoying higher ABV beers. Because you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to drive anywhere. <laughs> you don't have as many beers because, like, you try and, you know. Trying to get more bang for your buck. Trying to get more bang for my buck, just like flavor and just sit and enjoy one rather than going through three craft beers because it's just or four five. or five, <laughs> just whatever, whatever your your drinking choice. But so these are some breweries all around that I've been enjoying right now. Sounds good. Unfortunately, no stouts. So right now yeah. I'm not not really drinking too many stouts. Black lot. Black IPAs um, are kind of hard to find right now too. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're drinking a nice stout right now, uh, let us know. You can message us on our Instagram. Yeah, and definitely share some of those. Uh, share I'm always, what you've been drinking. Yeah, I'm always willing to try new beers, and I just love trying new beers. So if you're out in California, give us a shout out. If you're out in Ohio, or you know, if you're out in Canada, or some of our listeners in. I don't even know. Sweden, Denmark. Around the world. Germany. International folks. International folks. uh, Let us know. Yep. For sure. So those are all of our stories for today, but we also want to let you know that we are planning a virtual Pictionary. I love games. (laughs) We love games, and we're also very competitive. So Mm -hmm. this is going to be a Shannon versus James. uh, Who's going to pick the most? And it's going to be all breweries in Massachusetts. Yeah. So keep an eye out on our Instagram for more details. We will let you all know when that's going to be happening. And we also want to say happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day to our moms and all the moms out there, all the brew moms, all the new moms, all the cool moms. <laughs> yeah, and especially during quarantine, instead of, you know, get some flowers, but also get a nice bouquet of craft beers or home brews for your mother. And if, if that's what she likes, and if she doesn't drink them, then she can give them to someone else in the household that does drink them. That if they're just driving her crazy, they can kind of go off and do their own thing so she can relax. Yeah, make sure you make an effort on Mother's Day. You know, if you live far away, maybe do a little video call, do something special. Yeah, do a virtual happy hour with your mother. Yeah, sounds like a good idea, James. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Double Hop Beat Podcast. Follow us on our Instagram for our latest homebrewing and craft beer adventures. Direct message us at Double Hop Beat Podcast to share your experiences and become part of the pulse of brewing. You can also listen to us on our website, www.doublehopbeatpodcast.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Cheers by rating and reviewing us. This This has has been been Double Hop Beat. Catch you on the brew side.